Hello, everyone. This is Adam Meister, the Bitcoin Meister, the Disrupt Meister. Welcome to the One Bitcoin Show. Today is June the 10th, 2021. Strong hand, long-term thinking. This is where the big boys play. Solutions over sympathy. Have a backbone, people. Buying over crying. Anti-chaos. Be a unique beast. And oh, wow. We're going to be talking about being a unique beast and fitting in is overrated and one day closer to a trillion-dollar market cat. Don't FOMO on altcoins. And just have a freaking strong hand, dudes. I mean, that at the beginning of this week, we had weak hands in motion. Don't put people on pedestals. Don't put El Salvador on a pedestal. Uh, and yeah, compete, don't complain. I am still offended by selling, of course. I am back in Baltimore. I'm really happy. I've been busy <laughs> just traveling. The conference really, I got tired. I mean, I didn't sleep much. Hello, my elite friends. Do you have questions? I have answers. So ask questions, type in Bitcoin Meister, do a super chat, get my attention. This show is going to be long, okay? And I, I really want to point this out for all the unique beasts out there. Everything you're going to hear today, it's going to be unique takes for me. This is not the normal stuff you get on Coindesk or, or the generic uh, the channels, the altcoin channels. And the, the you, you guys know I'm a unique beast, okay? You're going to get insider information here. You're going to get takes you get nowhere else. I'm going to tell you things that happened at the conference, you know, who looked good, who was tall, uh, what people were wearing, if they were bikini babes, just funny, different stuff. And I think it's entertaining, but I think you get, you're going to get a lot of knowledge from this too. So if you don't like, if you just want to generic stuff about price, please leave now. I don't even want you here. Okay. This is, it'll, it will be a long show because I have all these notes and I don't have time to even organize my notes. I have it all written down. I'm just going to read through what I have. Some of it's going to go back and forth between topics. I might have to skip stuff because I'm going to have to eat eventually here. All right. So I just, I just wanted to put that out there, but I, I am really happy to be here. And I do, I want to remind everyone tomorrow is this week in Bitcoin, 1 p.m. Baltimore time. Again, I'm back in Baltimore. The cicadas are here. The 17-year cicadas are here. Should I do a show outside with cicadas crawling on my body? I love the cicadas. It, it, so it just brings back memories of 17 years ago, and it's something special. It's really something special. Uh, they are friendly little creatures, and some people spaz out when they see them. I think they're great. And they, when I was running, they were landing on me. I'll talk about this shirt. So tomorrow, 1 p.m., This Week in Bitcoin, three guests who have never been on the uh, This Week in Bitcoin show. One of the guests is Justine. She's been on my channel before, a year ago about. But uh, I saw her at the event. Uh, and just, you know, we, we, we got things set up. She'll be, she's going to make it to This Week in Bitcoin finally. She used to not be able to do Friday shows. Uh, and for those of you wondering, Justine looks the exact same way she does on camera as she does in person. It's the same person. I know people probably wonder. She had a, a red dress on, so you could see her for, definitely from a distance. There were only about 25% of women there. So she, she stuck out because there weren't many women. Maybe there were only 20% women there. I don't know. She wasn't, she was dressed nicely. Unlike there were some women that were dressed like strippers there. I, I'm not exact. We'll get into that in a second. Literally, literally there were women dressed like strippers at this thing. Uh, all right. I mean, I, I, I couldn't believe it. Um, now, and the other two other guests, Heavily armed clown who was on the Swan show with me at the event in Miami. He's I never met him before. He's coming on the show. And Hoddle Tarantula, 
<laughs> will be on the show. Now, he was not at the event, but uh, I've, I've encountered some uh, recommendations for him, and he's he seems like a very good guy. I'm, I'm, I'm familiar with his, his stuff on, on, on Twitter. So I want to go back to the Miami event and to, to meet people in person telling me that I changed their lives and um, I gave them strong hands and, you know, it, it, and people who had kind of contacted me before, but I never met them in person. Really a pleasure, really an honor. And it's, it's hard to explain. It's hard to put in words uh, when you're walking around this big venue and you could just hang out in the hallway and you know, people are going to come up to you and know who you are and, and be very kind to you. It's very flattering. And I met so many people who have been on my show before. Uh, you know, two people that stick out. I just want to say, you know, who's tall and who's not. Zach Vol is tall. <laughs> I did not know that. Ansel Linder is a big dude. He's tall and he's a big dude. He's a big. And if you guys follow me on Twitter at TechBot, you'll you'll get some more insider information. You'll see some pictures that people tweeted out with me. You'll see that I actually there's a, there's another show of mine that's out there. You know, some of you are gonna say you haven't done a show since last week. There actually is another show. I was on someone else's show. It'll be on this channel soon. But if you're not a freaking uh, algorithm slave, you you know my podcast. And you can hear it over there, or you, you know, bit shoot. I gave I gave the people who are not algorithm slaves a little a sneak peek of something that I something I thought was really awesome that I was part of. Um, so it's live now. It'll be live here eventually. So I'm I'm always doing. This. I was on the Swan Channel. I I was on other people little clips here and there that I haven't even seen uh, from from the the Miami event. Okay, so this T-shirt I'm wearing. Uh, this is a guy who's in motion. He just. He was going up to everyone and, and giving out this T-shirt. He's got an app. It's I link to it below. It's the only thing I'm linking to below. I, I, if you want to know, uh, you know, click on the thing. I don't have time to do the, the links below anymore. I just don't. I, I, I went on about this another day. So if you go on Twitter, I retweet basically everything that I talk about here. So all you do is you go to TechBot, you scroll down everything I've talked about in the last five days. It's not that much. And you'll see some of the topics that I've, I've talked about. That I'll talk about in a second, you know, from Elizabeth Warren to El Salvador. Uh, but th this guy, beautiful shirt he made. Be this is a beautiful shirt. Shirt. It looks like the official Bitcoin 2021 Miami Conference shirt. It's not. Uh, and and he had he had some left at the end. He left them at the front. People were going through them, picking them up. So everyone knows about his app now. It's just a way to check prices on your phone. So what? It's it's block. Block, uh, blockclockapp.com. I don't really care about putting apps on my phone. I don't want to put apps on my phone. The phone was given to me for free. If you don't like this camera, give me a new camera. Pound that like button. And yeah, yes, I got six free t-shirts. I replaced some of my, you know, some of my running t-shirts that got gross from, uh, from other conventions. So I just threw them away and now I have new ones to run in, new black t-shirts. There were actually, I was surprised at the event, there were, there were there were altcoin people there. People wearing Dash shirts, Dogecoin shirts. That's fine. And but Bitcoin Magazine makes themselves out, out to be. And Bitcoin Magazine, Christian, you did a great job. All you guys, thank you so for, much for the media passes. Thank you so much for everything. It, it, I ha, I had a great time. I had a great time. And we'll go over. You know, there were some, some issues. They, they can't be perfect when you have ten thousand, twelve thousand people there. Uh, but uh, what what I want to say? I forgot what I want to say about these are shirts. Uh, no, it was, it's great that, no, they, they were, there were stands there 
that appeared to be for altcoins. Like there were there were companies like Paxful there, and, and clearly ones that have to deal deal with Bitcoin and exchanges. And but then there were I'm not going to name names or anything, but they were like I don't know what these things were. If they were tokens, and if it, 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 they had nothing to do with Bitcoin, I, I'm not really sure. I didn't go up to. I got their free shirts because uh, I don't really care when I'm running. What the heck? I'm you know it's getting when I when I run I, I the shirts get destroyed. Anyway, so I want to point that out. So it was not like the Bitcoin Inquisition there. Now we, there were some speakers that were very much uh, Bitcoin Inquisition like, and we'll we'll talk about that in a second. And if you guys have any questions about what people look like who I met, <laughs> just ask them in the chat. I see we have a lot of people there. Michael Weber says hi from England. Hello, did, were you at a UK Bitcoin Master Show earlier today? He he did a great job. He really he did a, a great job earlier. Um, and people are saying, well, Baltimore haircut soon. Yes. At the end of my stay here, I will get a haircut. I'm going to be here two weeks. So the last Friday I'm here, I'm going to get a haircut before I go to San Diego because I'm going to, I'm not going to be back in Baltimore till September the 1st. I'm going to be gone for a long time. So my hair will be long by September the 1st. So I want to wait till the last moment to uh, get a haircut before I go to San Diego and then Nashville for even longer. Uh, and yes, those of you in San Diego, I, I know there are some of you there. I've hung out with some of you there before. Just you know, contact me, DM me. Uh, Dennis is in the house. Dennis, my fellow coin beaster. It was really great to meet Dennis in person. Uh, no surprises there. De I gave Dennis a beautiful t-shirt because he's such an awesome guy. He's really helped promote the show. And uh, Frank Castandini says, okay, boys in San Francisco know how to Whoa! pound that like button. Yes. So Frank would, I, I met Frank. I don't know if you watched my show, Frank, and if Gary's watching this too, Gary in Seattle. I said before the event that Frank and Gary would enjoy the ratio of men to women. And I, I have no doubt they would, but there were no men wearing speedos there. I wish you would have enjoyed, I'm, I'm sure. There were just women that were almost like half naked there. I, I, I Again, I mean, there was this, this a, a pretty, a pretty young Asian girl. I mean, she couldn't be more than, you know, 22 or so. Um, she's walking around there with a dog in her hand and, and she's wearing a bikini and she's got fluffy stuff on her and she's got a cameraman following her around. And she got into the media area too. I don't know who she was. I don't know. I don't know what she does. Does she have a show? Is there someone like this? There, there were other, um, you know, <laughs> there were other altcoin uh, media personalities there that had ca fancy cameras. Uh, uh, I mean, really expensive cameras running around following these guys. She had a nice. I don't know. She had a crew of men around her. There were dancing girls there. Oh no! I mean, Frank and. Uh, Frank and Gary, you guys aren't a bears or anything like that, but there were, there were huge sumo wrestlers there that were wearing thongs and stuff. That was incredibly disgusting to me. And I'm sure to YouTube as you guys, uh, that's not your thing, but there are some men that, that enjoy that in, in San Francisco, San Francisco is, there's, there's, I mean, uh, those, those bears, <laughs> uh, I'm sure they would love to see the, uh, the, the sumos and whatnot, that, but that's, uh, I, I, I'm guessing, uh, I'm making assumptions there for, you know, talking to Gary in person and, and knowing Frank from the internet that they would not enjoy the, uh, the sumo wrestlers that, that look, uh, that was, that was pretty gross. Uh, but, but anyway, no, that there were, and, and Dennis says really awesome meeting you there. And, uh, thank you again for your, for the shirt, pound that like button. And yes, this is the only Bitcoin show out there where you're going to hear about bears. And I, I, yeah, <laughs> I'm not even going to get into what that is. <laughs> I think I think most people can look it up and understand. So uh, 
what what else do we have? All right. So uh, the, yeah, yeah. The just the camera crews, and I'm just I just think to myself, do these dudes even have any Bitcoin? I mean, it, it's just so funny. I, I mentioned this before. Some people are YouTubers. Some people want to be media people, and some people want to be uh, Bitcoiners and bring you information and just you know share their hobby, share their their lifestyle with you. And you could really tell. I mean. Who needs a whole freaking camera crew following them around a Bitcoin conference? It's uh, it's quite an expense. I mean, quite an expense. I'm not I'm not going to name any names of uh, who I saw. You know, but then they're real people. You know, when you see Tone there, it was great seeing Tone Bays. He has no camera with him. I mean, I I tried to take a <laughs> I tried to record myself on the phone once, and the connection was terrible, and that was it. I I gave up. Uh, but uh, BTC Benny uh, was uh, he ran, he saw me right away. Um, when we were in the main room. So in, in the main room, one of the early, the first speaker was the Miami uh, mayor. His, his, uh, it was pretty generic, his, his speech, yeah, but he knows what's going on. He was disappointed that the crowd had not come, had not been let in yet. There was a huge line to get in to the event. Uh, and uh, so there, some people didn't come back till 10 uh, they fixed that the second day, I believe, from what I could tell. Uh, but after, and I'm going to get back to, you know, I'm talking too much about Miami now. Fast forward through this, dudes, if you don't, if you're watching this tape, we'll get to Elizabeth Warren in one second. Ron Paul was the second speaker, and he was not good at all. <laughs> he rambled on. He has lost it. And so we, we got to be equal here. There are a lot of people that say Joe Biden is senile and a bad speaker. And it's pretty true there's something wrong with Joe Biden. There's something wrong with uh, Ron Paul, too. I mean, it was basically all of his old speeches combined. It had very little to do about Bitcoin. He seemed like a, a bitter old man screaming about the Fed, screaming about and complaining what he's been complaining about for years and years and years. But it was didn't make it was just jumping all around and it went on for way too long. And everybody knew everybody that was watched sitting there knew. I mean, it was like an unspoken thing. I mean, I can't sit there that long. You know, I'm not a sitter. Uh, I, I had to stretch the legs out. You know, but sitting is bad for you. And I'm, I'm used to standing all the time. I'm standing right this darn second. Uh, so, I mean, I feel bad that Ron Paul is loose, is totally lost it. I mean, not totally. I mean, I don't think he knew it was at a Bitcoin conference. I mean, he's even rarely mentioned the, he isn't. He's, he's talking about gold and just this. I, I don't, I'm no fan of the people who are just, into the, the, the destruction. I'm into creation over destruction. We talked about this before. He's still, he's an old man. He's still in the destruction and stuff. It's pitiful. And the, the, the Fed, if you hate the Fed so much, buy Bitcoin. And there are plenty of people there that were really expressing hatred toward the Fed. I hope you guys own Bitcoin, but I don't care if the Fed goes away or stays. If you have Bitcoin, you're fine. You're fine. So what is this obsession? Just this bitterness. Like, did they steal your freaking girlfriend? Did the Fed steal your girlfriend? Pound that like button. All right, now. Which speakers at the conference would you recommend watching? I, dude, you see that? That's a, that's another great question. For me, I I know all I knew all this stuff beforehand. I mean, for me, it's all repetitive. I love you know the fun the the good when uh, the talk that I think will rile people up some. And I didn't hear all the speakers either. I think Max Kaiser is ridiculous. Um, and I think uh, my, my boy Nico, when he was on stage, and I didn't get to meet Nico in person, uh, 
they were, you know, they were attacking altcoins. And I think it was uh, an interesting, it was interesting. I, I'm, I'm a fan of his. And Eric Voorhees, afterwards, when he came up, he ripped on them. So I think that moment was very interesting. But it, it does show an issue in the Bitcoin community. And there could be issues here. It doesn't matter. You could be a communist if you want to be a communist here. Uh, and, you know, and Jack Mallers gets way too emotional. He He's a smart kid, and he's done a very good thing. He's gone out of his way. He is a centralized target. He, I am, I am fearful for him. I am fearful for that dude, and I don't think he's careful. He, his business is controversial. Now he's doing this controversial thing with El Salvador, and great, but he is a target. He is a shield for Bitcoin, and we, you know, we're hearing about Ross Albrick being in jail. I mean, I got, I, I hope he, he's got to be careful the way he presents himself. You know, he's put himself out there. Uh, <laughs> Whatever, Jack Mallers, and I don't, I don't know if he's thinking this full through fully. What could happen to him through all the stuff that he's doing, especially with his business? His business is what's the controversial thing. These these regulators could find anything wrong with your business when you're transferring money, and you got him screaming and cursing out there constantly about about El Salvador, which is apparently the enemy of the United States. I don't, I don't even know. Um, who, uh, I mean, no, you know that the current administration is no fan of what's going on in El Salvador. With, with, they probably don't like the guy over there, and they probably don't like him even more now. And now you've got this guy that's involved with money transfers, a young guy who curses and screams, and um, I mean, he's an easy target. And you've got Elizabeth Warren who wants to crack down on Bitcoin. I mean, I, I wish Jack all the, all the success and luck. Be very careful, dude. So he's interesting when he talks. But what, what the split is, something there are some people, and the crowd reacted this way when Eric Voorhees said, because uh, Nico, I think it was Nico, or one of the guys on stage with him said, either you're with us or against us, basically. Either you got to be down with Bitcoin, or if you like a altcoin, you're against us, which sounds like what George Bush said in, in 2001. And... Um, when Eric Voorhees got on stage, he says that's BS. And some people cheered and some people booed. So the the whole uh, the the whole Inquisition thing and, and how serious you take it, how it, it, it's an issue. It, it's an issue in the community uh, when, when you have gatherings like this. You think that everyone – I think a lot of people thought that everyone that's going to come to this conference is going to be super hardcore and is going to have that – you're with us or you're against us mentality and uh, not, no, not at all. Not, not, not at all. And I, I think I, I've told you what I think about the Inquis Bitcoin inquisition. I think it is ridiculous. And I don't, I don't agree with what the, you're, either you're with us or you're against us in, I mean, you, you, Charlie Lee, is he either with us or against us? Who's us? I mean, Charlie Lee is a good guy. I'm not, I'm not tossing Charlie Lee in the garbage can here. Now I, when we're talking about outside of Bitcoin, I don't like these these uh, um, sociopaths, the politicians that have dreams of regulation of Bitcoin. I don't like them. They're clearly against Bitcoin, but they're virtue singling. And guess what? I'm not. I'm not worried. I'm not putting them on pedestals. I'm not worried about them. So, and I'm not trying to destroy them either. Let them have their eighty percenters. Not everyone is getting into Bitcoin, and this is something that I, I completely re. I, I've and we and Bitcoin can be so awesome with only 20, the twenty percenters in it. Okay, so 
Elizabeth Warren can have her slaves, okay? And, and, and Kevin O'Leary can have his slaves. And, and, and Kevin O'Leary, you got to give him a little credit with his pink jacket and everything. He's at the event. Now, it was funny. Some people love uh, – I'll, I'll get into that story in a second. Now, uh, one, two, three, no scope says the IMF is – and this is very important. This is great that one, two, three, no scope – I know what he's about to say. The IMF is meeting with the president of El Salvador within the next couple of days. Jack should tread lightly and not just – the U.S. is going to be angry at him, but other nations too. All right, Yes. Jack, but Jack's main concern, Jack Maller's main concern, so he, he's a citizen of the United States. Uh, it should be the United States. But you bring up this IMF thing, this article. The IMF is concerned. There's an article that came out concerned about El Salvador. So here's the thing. Um, you know, Jack Maller's is crying about this El Salvador thing. And, you know, at the end of the conference, not many people, not as many people as you thought, should have heard the El Salvador thing, heard the El Salvador thing. It would have been better if that was the first thing at the conference instead of Ron Paul. It would have been a lot better because people were drunk and tired by the end of the conference. By the time Jack Mallers made that announcement, I believe they were giving out free liquor. Okay. They were, there was a company at 5:30 that was sponsoring free liquor and they announced it. And all these people ran over there and some people were already drunk. I mean, I got to give my boys, uh, Anders and uh, and Guy credit. Uh, they were drunk. <laughs> I think you two were drunk, weren't you? Uh, all right. I, I don't, oh, dude, it was so great to meet all these people. I mean, Anders I had already met many times. I've met Anders in person plenty of times. So, but, but with this IMF thing, and I've jumped all around here, but there's so much to talk about because I haven't been able to get on camera for a while. And I do want to say one thing about not having not having time to get on camera for a while. It's great to see my mother, to be with my mother. And I think, you know, say, you, you stay with your mother? <laughs> of course I stay with my mother. I love my mother. I wish I could say I, I wish I could say I stay with my father still. So, I mean, you put that in perspective for you people. Um, you, <laughs> life is short, dudes. Life is real. I wish my, this, this is my parent. This is my parents' house, but my dad's obviously passed away and I can't stay with, I, I, I wish there was more time. You know, I had no regrets, but you look back on the past when I would come back and forth. There was, you know, that time that you spend with your father. So those of you who you know, spend time at your parents' house, if you seriously, you should spend time with your parents. It's, it, it's, you, you don't know when it's all, it's, it's all going to end anyway. Uh, what was I darn talking about there? No, the uh, the uh, El Salvador IMF. So everyone thinks this El Salvador thing is the is the greatest thing in the world. That they're making it uh, they're they're making it legal tender there. And I I have not read the Reddit's on this guy yet. Okay, and I want to read some Reddit threads about it. I have not had time to do that. Uh, just you know, traveling, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And. Uh, this is the thing. I be, I will believe it when I see it. The price reacted. Okay. The price hasn't fully reacted yet because they're not going to believe it until they see it. Uh, he, he got it to pass through the Congress very fast. All right. So let's see if people actually use it there. And the other thing is there could be coups in these countries, okay, uh, easily. So his policy today, the policy of El Salvador today might not be the policy of El Salvador tomorrow. His Twitter feed – uh, which is not linked to below, but you can find it easily. It looks like a Bitcoiner's Twitter feed now. He is retweeting Caitlin Long. All these people he's retweeting. I cannot believe it. So I give I give the guy credit, the president of El Salvador. I give him credit for being a fan. A part of me thinks that he's just doing this. And we'll talk about this on tomorrow's This Week in Bitcoin show. 
and I'm looking forward to hearing other people's opinion. I wonder if he's doing this for attention to um, distract from other things that he's doing. I, I Deep down, I hope he wants the people and himself to become rich. I really do. But um, a part of me is, is scared. You know, when he meets, when the IMF starts putting pressure with, on him, I, it wouldn't shock me if the IMF just bribes him to stop doing, stop doing Bitcoin. And he accepts. Don't get, and that's why you cannot put him on the pedestal. That could easily happen. So I don't know. I don't know his conviction level. I mean, it looks high when he's retweeting all this stuff. But there's gonna there's gonna be pressure on this guy, and everyone now is jumping on every little uh, South American person that's uh, tweeting something about Bitcoin and has the colorful eyes. We'll believe it when we see it. When people, when the other countries make the announcement, when they totally approve it, and when the people are really using the Lightning Network or using Bitcoin and using this, and believe you me. It will be great when people are actually using Bitcoin on the streets of El Salvador, et cetera, et cetera. And yes, go to my archives. You get unique info, insider information. I had Bitcoin Beach Guy on this a year ago, the guy living in El Salvador, who apparently it sparked part of this interest in El Salvador. I don't know. But I, I do want to stress to everyone, the dream of a country using this as putting this in its reserves, actually buying you know thousands of Bitcoin, that's not what this is. And that's a whole nother level, dude. And that's what we really need to hear. So if he, and there's a rumor that he's got the cash on hand to do that. Okay, that would be huge. But he's not going to announce that before he does it because that makes, if he says, yeah, I've got $100 million sitting around, I'm about to buy it. That's a mistake because that will drive up the price before he buys it. You don't do that. And other countries will swoop in. God willing, he is the first one to do it. He's, he's a prime candidate to be the first one but i don't i don't want people to be confused out there because probably some people are confused saying it's legal tender having the congress rubber stamp it or whatever and, and so many people are like oh we need a country where things get passed that fast no we don't we have checks and balances here um things should take a long time to be passed in the united states because some of these things our leaders want to pass are horrible and they, they should not be our government was made to be slow so there couldn't be all these ridiculous rules and stuff. All right. So uh, that's my take. I think I gave all my take on El Salvador. Can you give us an update on longevity? Are you still fasting, doing anything else, tips, tricks, companies to look into? Yeah, that's why I'm going to San Diego, Bolt. You, you sent five Canadian dollars. I'm going to San Diego because I'm going to a, a clinic that is going to do all these incredible tests on me. And uh, and I always forget the name of the clinic. Iran uh, Brook promoted it. Uh, the great uh, Peter Diamantes funds it. It's uh, it's an elite place in terms of medicine. And all my years, you know, I haven't had a health insurance since uh, 2017 because I take care of myself and I'm out of the country so much, or I used to be out of the country so much before these ridiculous uh, 2020 came around. Um, but yeah, it's it's so awesome. The money I save for not paying for insurance uh, more than more than covers uh, what the cost of. Uh, this clinic and yeah, this clinic is not cheap. It's for, it's for rich people. And it's, I, you know, some people say, Adam, you don't treat yourself. I'm treating myself, but I, that's what you should care about the, your long life. But yeah, I fasted. Um, I was so busy at the Bitcoin conference. I knew one of the days I was not going to be able to eat at all. So those of you who saw me at the Bitcoin conference, uh, on Saturday, at least oh, and on Friday, it was, I ate Thursday night, but Saturday was toward the end of a 48 hour fast. And most people can see I had just as much energy and, uh, 
I was just the person you see here, there, and I was in the middle of a 48-hour fast. And then, of course, I did a uh, – or yeah, that one ended up 48. Uh, and so this one that I just – I just was on a plane from Miami to Baltimore, so I didn't eat on Tuesday at all. Tuesday was my travel day. And so, yeah, I, of course I still do the fasting. I've, I've skipped uh, – I believe I've skipped – 15 days of eating so far. And I and every single day I fast at least 22 hours. All right, we went off on a side note. So, of course, and that's all for longevity. Todd Mackey said, the bankers rigged the system pre-2008. Uh, World banks collaborate with the Fed and will fight uh, all ways and means to keep their system. I don't care about that at all, dude. I That's ridiculous to me. I, I don't worry about world bankers and collaboration, this, that, and the other. And... It's it's not a it's not a conspiracy or anything like that. Joe Biden, they want other other countries now to all agree to a uh, a, a, a the same corporate tax rate, but not all countries are going to agree to that. There's always ways out, and from what you just said, what's the way out, Todd? What's the way out, Todd? It's Bitcoin. So I don't I don't care about the Fed and the ECB and all that. They're going to make their Fed coins. The, the 80 percenters are going to fall for it and let them be losers. Let them be slaves. Everyone wants to be a slave today. You saw what happened the last in 2020. It's unbelievable. When I'm at the freaking Miami airport in Miami of all places, there's a loudspeaker saying, you can get your vaccine here. I mean, it's, it's, it's incredible. It's incredible. The, the insanity that's going on in the world today, the, the slaves, the losers, the, the envy that and. The funny thing is that the politicians, even the politicians who say they like Bitcoin, there were two female politicians that spoke on the second day at the event. They were reading from a script. They had no idea what they were talking about. One was talking about equity, equity. She's telling a Bitcoin conference about that equity, which is just, you know, a, a code word for losers to steal from uh, from people who are successful. Everyone, the outcome has to be the same. And how's, what's the way you get the outcome from the same? The same. You steal from the rich and you give to the losers who complain and who are never satisfied. And you can speak like me when you own Bitcoin and you don't have to work and you don't work for anyone or anything. And, and then you don't have to worry about these conspiracies about the Fed and the this and the that and screaming about why. And Ron Paul was right. Ron Paul should have been president. Ron Paul's so Ron Paul's horrible now. It's, he's, he's terrible. He's, he's absolutely embarrassing. <laughs> and I just think that whole. And no offense to you, um, Todd. Todd, you're a good guy. But uh, yeah, I just don't worry about the buy Bitcoin. Buy Bitcoin is the the, the solution to uh, just to, don't worry about these. The system is rigged. The system, the system isn't rigged. What did opt to get into this system? This game is not rigged. Pound that like button. It's not just a saying. I it's, this is a way Bitcoin. This game is not rigged. So you could you could theorize as much as you want about. The, the bank's being rigged and it's unfair that Zuckerberg's rich and it's unfair that this one's rich and this and billionaires are satanic and uh, you know, this, that, and the other. Just this game, Bitcoin's not rigged, so don't worry about it. Uh, <laughs> all right. Everyone's, you know, every, people are worried about the, the you know, so Elizabeth Warren, what her spiel about Bitcoin, it, it was, it's embarrassing. She's, it's, you know, it's killing the environment. It's bad for the children. It, she's basically crying about Bitcoin. All right. And let her, it was so predictable this was about to happen. You know, we, we've had a lot of fun. And people sold, people have sold on her FUD. People have sold on the Colonial Pipeline FUD. Dude, it's just another bump in the road. We've had, we, you should have been expecting this for years and years. It's an, 
that Bitcoin is on the radar of the biggest fake in the Senate. You know, she changes her mind. She lies about her heritage. She lies about everything. She virtue signals. She, 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 I mean, her desire for power to get the people, to get the ignorant people angry and envious. She wants to steal from the rich companies. And, and now she's, she's saying that, you know, Bitcoin's a bad investment. Bitcoin made me a frick. Bitcoin has changed the lives of so many darn people in a good way. It could really help. She doesn't care about helping poor people. She doesn't care about anything. She cares about herself and power. And so this was all expected. And so great. We're in that, we're in, in that era now where the sociopaths like her are talking about it. She's not going to be able to, re- she, sure, there'll be some regulations here and there. There is an opposition, okay? There's an opposition to this. C- Cynthia Loomis was a pretty good speaker. And uh, Warren Davidson from Ohio, they're not for this. They're going to speak against this. Part of the reason Warren is doing this is she knows people. Are, there's some people that are so brainwashed. They think she's helping the little person. So she, she's, just, she's gaining more power. It, it's a lot of it's going to be posturing. Something will be passed, but guess what? The, we still there's still opposition in the United States. Okay, dissent is still legal. Dissent is freedom. I want you all to remember that there are some people, BLM, these true fascists, believe in destruction of all dissent, and you see that going on right now. Okay, on the streets. Or on social media, if you if you say anything that's somewhat conservative or financially wise, you could be called you could be called a fascist. You could be called what the Germans were called. I, I can't say that word because YouTube doesn't like that word. The evil people that the Germans uh, party was back back in uh, that destroyed the people of my uh, religion. They'll call you that when you're not that at all because they want to get rid of all. They're all these people getting rid of dissent is cool now. If you speak a, another. Uh, that's what wokeism is. Get rid of all dissent. You spoke. You don't believe there's 29 sexes. You you're canceled. You're out. You you're not allowed to think something different. You're not allowed to say anything different. But we're not. Bitcoiners don't give into that pressure. Ron DeSantis in Florida didn't give into that pressure. Florida is still there. We our country saved this freaking world. Okay. If we didn't have the federalist system that we have here, where the states could go in different directions, we would have had a federal leader who would have said lockdown do this that's the law that's it but we had 50 different ways 50 different experiments and the united states was the best way place to be during this pandemic so uh fake when it's not a it what they call it a pandemic i mean there was a, a, a cold that's been going on we all know i mean some people it was it was a somewhat serious disease for sick for older sick people who are out of shape but it's just it's ridiculous how it was blown out of proportion we all we all everybody knows that now uh and uh so people are so scared still people are so scared and i want to say at the event one percent of the people were wearing masks maybe one percent I mean, it was a joke. It was great. It was so great. But uh, no, we live in Going back to the federalist system and that there are dissenting voices in the United States, the, the United States is not going to ban Bitcoin. The United States is, it, it might have some regulations, but in 2024, we're going to have another election. All right. And there could be a, 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 a Ron DeSantis can become president. I'm not too, I don't, put too much stock in what these politicians say, either good or bad. Okay. So much of this is, is posturing, virtue signaling just to get power. And they know where their bread is buttered. Okay. This Bitcoin trading, cryptocurrency trading, it's creating wealth and tax uh, taxes for the United States of America. Okay. They already let Coinbase go public. 
So don't worry about her too much. Talk against her, speak against her, but she is one of the prime people on this in, in, in this country that doesn't want dissent anymore, that calls everybody a villain, that, that that's against what she believes. You know, people have different beliefs. Be a grown-up. Don't be a baby. Don't cry about it. You believe your thing, debate. Compete, don't complain. But what we have for since uh, you know over a year now are people that don't want dissent, they don't want debate, they want to shut it all down. One party system, that is fascism. That is fascism. And the state chooses who's the winners and the losers in business. It's it's fascism. That's not and you gotta speak up against it. We don't have to, but I'm speaking up against it, okay? Calling that out. Uh no, and, and so you know, Bolt Bolt, you ask another five dollar Canadian question. Uh, sorry for uh, sidetracking you. And we're going to talk about Canadians, by the way. And I want to, you remind me a second. Sorry for sidetracking you, but do you invest in any longevity biotech, biomedicine companies? Dude, Bolt, the only thing I invest in is Bitcoin with my fiat. I, I own, um, no, I don't buy any stocks, okay? Any stocks. I buy Bitcoin. I would not, no, I don't invest, I don't, don't advise investing in any stocks because it's, it's, it's craziness that's going on there. I'm not going to call it rigged, but it's uh, there's certain rules and regulations that it's not a true market situation. All right, there's there's insiders and it's just, just who can Bitcoin? You get the under, I'm about owning underlying assets. Okay, Bitcoin. I own the underlying asset called Bitcoin. I make it real simple for some people. That's really 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 boring. Um, but okay. Uh, but for me, it's uh, made me very in great, great shape, great shape. Pan that like button. So Canadians, I want to bring up. Uh, it was you know, John Dallas I met in person, and he doesn't know how he's going to get back into Canada. So compare, and I brought this up on past shows. Canada is a disgrace. For years and years, people are Canada is so great. Look how they lock down. Look how they have a dictator there now. Look how they have fascism there now, and people can't even leave that country and go back. Without having to go to a hotel for two weeks, uh, BTC Benny uh, was going to get around it from going into Calgary. Possibly, I, I don't know. I hope he I hope he, he did it. There was someone else from that had to go back to Quebec. He was going to ride to the Vermont border and, and take a cab back in or something insane. So we have it. We have in the United States. It's been the best freaking place. We're we are the guiding light of freedom on this planet still, and uh, we've got their. Bitcoin is, and I've said this is the center of the Bitcoin world because it's the center of the freaking freedom world too, all right? So pound that like button. Don't worry about uh, uh, Elizabeth Warren crying. Uh, and yeah, Bitcoin over stocks, any freaking day, Bitcoin over everything, of course. Um, all right, now now we're moving on. This is going to be a long show. I got to make sure I cover every topic. So we did El Salvador. We did Elizabeth Warren. We're going to have to get to Colonial. And we did the conference review pretty well there too. Okay, I'm 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 going down. And thank you for the uh, support, dude. The the, uh, the super chats. Keep on asking questions too. Let me. I think I have to drink uh, some water now. Yeah. Uh, we talked about El Salvador. Sorry. Uh, fast forward this. Trying to skip. I'm excited about this week in Bitcoin having three new guests. Talk about Ron Paul and the strippers. No, no masks. I, I just loved how few masks 
Okay, so ransoms are being paid in Bitcoin. So Elizabeth Warren brought this up. And this is such mindless FUD that there are people, the ignorant people screaming to ban Bitcoin because that's the way people, but ban cryptocurrency because that's the way people pay ransoms. Here's the thing. The company, it's the companies have horrible security. Get better security. Your your workers are going home. They're going. They're 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 checking their email. They're doing work from home now because of of the last year. And they're it's so easy to hack into these companies now. It's improve your security. Up your freaking game. All right. So the rumor from Monday that the New York Times spread and other made they don't understand Bitcoin. They say Bitcoin was that the, that the federal the feds were able to acquire the colonial Bitcoin because they hacked Bitcoin. They, the the hackers or someone who paid the hackers stored the Bitcoin either at Coinbase or at a locate or at a physical location that the the FBI or some United States uh, agency was able to raid. I mean, once you have the physical, you have a computer that has a private key on it. It's really simple. Or if you were stupid enough to keep it in an exchange, which is possible. Yeah, the the subpoena was filed in the, the uh, circuit court in, in in California, so it appears the Colonial Pipeline had a lot to do with Americans and not that much to do with Russians. Now they might have paid that Russian hacking group, but a few a few weeks ago the Russian hacking group said they shut down too. So some people are saying, well, maybe this was a total false flag that the United States of America hacked in the colonial and shut it down and they just did this to vilify Bitcoin or to try to shut down the internet. Let me tell you something. That's a really extreme thing because that would be the worst thing the United States government has ever done in, in terms of sabotage. All right. To set, to shut down uh, the gasoline for people, people could have died. People might've died. All right, because they didn't have gas, there were lines to get gas. All right, I mean that that's not hyperbole. I mean, you you can come up with a situation. I mean, it was a pain of people's tuchlesses that relied on gas that we waited in lines. I will, I'll say this. I mean, it wouldn't. In the end of the day, is this just going to go into the ether? Are people going to not care? Like, if if there's really a subpoena, if there's a name, because the only way they could get this. In the United States, is if they took it from an American. Uh, so, who's the American? Who is the person that had the Bitcoin that was taken away, that was impounded by the United States? Who's the person? Name the names. Let's hear the name. Let's not let this drop, okay? But there's got to be a name. There's got to be a name. Who's who is the hacker? All right. And there's your issue. There's the criminal. There's the criminal right there. The criminal isn't Bitcoin. It's the dude who did it. Or who paid the Russian hackers to do it. Whether he did it or he paid the Russian hackers to do it doesn't matter. That's your criminal right there. It's not Bitcoin. So let's see if they ever name names, all right? Uh, it would be the, if they never name names, then what the heck happened? Who did this? Why they do it? But I, I don't think the United States would, would stoop to that level. <laughs> I mean, that level of complexity. That the, the current administration would try to you know, never let a good uh, crisis go to waste. They would 
they would try to paint it as Russians for as long as possible and hope people forget about it because vilifying the Russians seems to be just something, a, a way that some, certain fascists in America use to gain more power, okay? So lying about who did the hack and getting away with the lie, you know, it, it was it was some low, it was some rookie American who used the word password to break in the colonial, that, it wouldn't surprise me at all that it, 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 it was, because people are just like, a sophisticated hacking group wouldn't put their Bitcoin on a Trezor? Well, it wasn't a sophisticated hacking group. It, it, it was a guy who paid a sophisticated hacking group, or it was just a guy who the colonial security is that terrible. So I, I will say this, obviously the people in the United States government and people who hate Bitcoin are jumping on this. It's used by hackers. It's used by ransomware people thing. And Tying it in with the Russians without saying who it really is scares people more. But the United States carrying out the entire operation is, is quite a long shot. So if if the media and regular people do not demand a name, then they can keep on saying it was Russians, all right? Everyone can keep on saying it's Russians and that it's it's horrible people that we, we, we cannot exactly blame because personal responsibility is a new counterculture. They want to blame it on Bitcoin. They want more power over the internet because they're power hungry, uh, you know, sociopathic government workers, government uh, elected officials. Uh, but in the end of the day, if there was a hacker, you, you shouldn't be hacking in the colonial and shutting colonial down, or or any of these, or the or the meat company. No one should do, be doing it. But let, if if it's Americans paying Russians to do it, or if it's Americans to do it, put those people in jail. They committed a crime. It's not Bitcoin's crime. All right. Bitcoin can be used for a lot of good things. So there's my take on that. Um, if you follow me on Twitter, I retweeted something that a guy named Jordan Satchel, he, he's a great guy on the virus. He's a got, great guy on a lot of things. Um, and I retweeted that either last night or the night before. I don't know. I, I would link to it, but I don't have time to link to it. He has a good article on the current colonial situation. You know, what's really going on in terms of Bitcoin there? Uh and the FUD. So Happyflation article, Zero Hedge says, Yellen admits inflation about the soar, says it will be a plus for society. There, there you go. That is happy inflation. And the 80 percenters will all buy into it. You won't be able to say, uh, cancel culture, part of cancel culture will be, if you say inflation is bad, you will be called a fascist. But they're the fascists. Say you can't give the real opinion. They will call you, you racist Republican. You're racist because you say inflation is bad. That's a because inflation is happy inflation. If if a woman from the Fed, Janet Yellen or whatever she is now, I don't know what darn job she has. You know, part of Yellen's, uh, she she thinks it's great, or people think it's it's so awesome that the federal the the federal monetary policy. Has women in it? We should care about who who makes the policy rather than what the policy is. That's the distraction thing. And if you question the inflationary policy, you obviously are sexist. You obviously it's happyflation. So that's no shock that uh, the mainstream media is jumping on that, and that uh, you'll hear more and more. And of course, you can you can complain about it and say it's a conspiracy and see how horrible it is, or you could buy a real asset called Bitcoin and just laugh your tuchless at, at at all the losers. Who believe that nonsense? Who believe the cancel cult, the woke, and, and the uh, critical race theory, and all that other stuff? That is a bunch of garbage noise. That's that's just a silenced dissent. Uh, you know, it, we're not even going to get into all, all that. I think, but hey, 
those I know a lot of you are frustrated with it. So get more Bitcoin and you can speak about it just like I can. Mm. I really got to chuck this water. Okay, so a politician in Paraguay. Okay, so a let I'll believe it when the Paraguayan got another thing that kind of bothers me about this. I think there's some Bitcoiners that are trying to, and this might seem a little elitist on my part, but uh, you know that they're, they're like saying, well, they're basically saying Argentina, El Salvador, Brazil, Paraguay, they're all about to do this Bitcoin thing, and they kind of trying to make it like all those countries are similar countries. Those four countries are so different. All right. Now, I've never been to El Salvador or Paraguay, but I've been to Brazil and Argentina. Argentina is like a freaking European country, okay, in many ways. Brazil, they speak Portuguese. Paraguay, they're, they're, there's native languages there besides Spanish, and it is horribly hot there. And uh, they, they've all had different, uh, different paths toward freedom, different dictatorships more recent than others. Uh, and, and just the again the ethnic makeup of all those uh, you know not that ethnicity makes that big of a difference but uh, there's some cult, tremendous cultural differences uh, between those four countries and God willing all four of them go down the Bitcoin raft but for these people just saying yeah South America next big Bitcoin thing they're all the same those four countries if you're gonna pick four countries uh, and, uh, and obviously El Salvador's in Central America but but south of the United States if you're gonna pick four uh, uh, countries. Couldn't get ones that are more different than those. I mean, if you said Argentina and Uruguay, those countries very similar, very Argentina, Uruguay, and Chile, they're the ones that are going to do this. Very similar countries. Uh, I mean, in, ter in terms of ethnic makeup, Chile, uh, in terms of history, uh, Euro uh, Argentina is more likely to be socialist than the others at this point. Although Chile, I, I was going to say this till the end of the show, Gabriel, um, the Canadian Gabriel who does Fort Galt in Chile, it, it got so communist down there, he gave up. He went back to Canada. And, you know, props to him for giving the uh, giving it the old college try. Uh, he's refunding people and everything. Uh, I retweeted that so you guys can check that out for those of you familiar with Fort Galt in, in Chile. All right, enough about that. Uh, and I will believe it when I see it. And what I really, you know, besides Bitcoin being used, as a as a real currency in the end and, and some of the making it uh making it official like El Salvador has apparently there are some benefits some Caitlin Long had some tweets about how this might help usher in a way where the if you if you uh sell uh six hundred dollars or less of uh Bitcoin in the United States where it could be, it, it would be considered a legitimate foreign currency, and so you would not be subject to uh, the, the taxes you're currently uh, subject to in the United States. So that's a positive development from the El Salvador thing. I think all you lawyerly people can work on that thing. Okay, that that's. I mean, I think it's ridiculous that people have to pay taxes when they buy and sell uh, when they sell Bitcoin. Excuse me, sell Bitcoin in the United States, and that there should be that six hundred dollar exemption. There shouldn't be any. There shouldn't be any limit. And if this El Salvador thing could trigger that, good. Work on that. I'm not a bureaucrat. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not working on that. Uh, but again, the bigger thing for these countries is them actually buying it, taking Bitcoin off the market and putting it into their reserves. That's that would be huge right there. 
and okay, I said the El Salvador thing should have been uh, announced at the beginning of the uh, event. I, I told you about some of the logistics of the event. Oh, here, Nick Carter. Takeaways from some conversations I had. Nick Carter was at the event. Proof of reserves is happening. Exchange cred credibility will increase. I mean, this is what he took away from me. This is great. I, I didn't learn all these things, but, but I wasn't talking to as many people that are higher ups like him. I mean, I was talking to the regular people uh, who would come up to me. And there's it's great to be a regular person. <laughs> now, uh, a, a regular Bitcoin person. Nation state Bitcoin land grab has begun. Look for chronic uh, sovereign defaulters in Eastern Europe and Latin America to jump first. So he adds the Eastern Europe aspect to it. Everyone's talking about Latin America. Um, federalism will be a huge ally of Bitcoin as Texas and Florida embrace it. So that's what I was saying earlier in the show. So did, did someone talk to me about that there? No, but I realized it by freaking living a life the last year that this is that federalism will be a huge ally of Bitcoin. And thus, the United States is the capital of the Bitcoin world, and it is the capital of the freedom world. Uh, compete, don't complain, dudes. Pound that like button. Let's see. Do we have anybody else asking questions the proper way, Doing typing in Bitcoin Meister or doing a super chat? Now, I don't see anything new since uh, Bolt did it. So remember, guys, you got to catch my – there's plenty of stuff going. Edson Gonzalez, it was nice to meet you at the conference, Adam. That there's a dude who went at, he, he contacted me beforehand. He said he was going to find me. And it, you, you can, you can testify Edson. I was just standing there on the corner talking to people and you come up to me with your, your business partner and everything and just start talking to me. I was hanging out, man. I loved hanging out with the regular people. I was not some elite. I, I had access to the media room. I was in the media room, but I almost vomited when I see that this girl's dressed up like a bikini. And yes, she was hot and everything. Holding a dog, it was like Paris freaking Hilton. It was Asian Paris, and and Kevin O'Leary was back there. All these people, I didn't want to talk to them. I wanted to be out there with the regular, with the, everybody, with every. You know, I don't like the term regular people. I wish I hadn't even said that. I wish I hadn't even said that. Um, um, I like, I just like to be just walking around. That that's when I had my most fun. Not listening, not sitting there, listen, you know, listening to the speakers, not being in the back room. It was just. Hanging out with with the Bitcoiners, getting questions, seeing Tay International again. Tay's in the chat sometimes. Just you know, hugging hugging my my fellow Bitcoiners, being in the Swan Tent when it was a million degrees, and <laughs> that was ridiculous. And there were lines for the men's bathroom. Here, here's another one. There were no lines for the female bathroom for the ladies' bathrooms. I was about to identify as a woman at one point and go into the uh, go into into the ladies' bathroom. There, I mean, it, the first day, people did not know, and I did not know. There were some some restrooms that were kind of far away, and man, was it hot during the day out there? I when I was staying in Miami, I would never go out between like noon and two. So noon and two, it's horrible in Miami. It's it's terrible. You get burnt immediately. I I was hiding. Uh, Guy and Anders looked like they were getting burnt. They're, they're some light skinned brothers, but uh, yeah. So the first day. I, I pulled a, a, a Santiago Chile move actually on the first day, twice. And my buddy Shane, who came from Portland, who stayed my, my he's my, my roommate from college. He stayed with me at my Airbnb just for this event, and uh, he's getting freedom because of Bitcoin too. He's he's great. Uh, and, but the first day, the, the lines for the bathroom were so horrible, and I was drinking so much water. I did as they do in Chile. 
you just go in Santiago, Chile. Sometimes they just go in the median strip and they pull out their wanker and they start urinating and they don't care who sees. So I went outside and I was not waiting in that line. I went behind this like electrical thing. I don't even know what it was like a green electrical thing. And you got some cover, but I mean, there were stairs right nearby. And I just wh I whipped it out. I, I used it. I went there twice, right outside the main building uh, where the conference was. There's some Bitcoin insider information for you. Town Matt like button. <laughs> but when I realized uh, the second day that there were uh, those remote bathrooms, didn't have to do that anymore. But if you're casual enough, to, uh, what I learned in Chile, if you're in Santiago, if you're casual enough, no one will notice you. You're just standing there. I was looking around drinking my water. But my as Shane is my witness, Shane saw me do it. He saw me uh, whip it out from a distance. He didn't see the, the schlong or anything, but uh, he could tell I was urinating. All right. Moving on. There you go. Yes, this is what you get on this show, man. This is not your regular freaking show. Uh, your regular Bitcoin. Uh, I mean, those of you familiar, that's why you watch this. Uh, Edson Gonzalez says, we are the regular 20 percenters. Yeah, that the 20 percenters. Clear. I love hanging with the 20 percenters on the floor of the Bitcoin conference. And there were 80 percenters there. There were 80 percenters there. No doubt about it. There were some selling altcoins. I, I had this one of the free shirts I got, some it was a really hot girl. Where I, was she wearing spandex? I don't know what she was in. It's basically a bikini. She was giving out a shirt for some uh, altcoin. I was like, what is this? She's like, it's a new token. She was putting it on Instagram. Like, okay, whatever. I'll I mean, it's a new shirt that I'll rip to shreds eventually. Uh, always keeping it real, says Bolt. You better believe them all. I'm going to tell you the truth, dude. If I had to go urinate outside at the Bitcoin conference with 12,000 people walking around, I did. I did, whatever. I saw it in Chile, in Santiago, Chile. You see much worse. And uh, every, every, uh, I love traveling. You see all sorts of different things. And another, something that's uh, common in Hispanic cultures in the uh, South American countries, which you see in Miami, and you don't see really anywhere in the United States besides Miami, people park their cars on the sidewalk or half on the sidewalk and they drive on the sidewalk. This is something that's very common in Santiago and in, in Buenos Aires and in, in, in Montevideo. And then you see it in Miami. Miami is the capital of Latin America. Pound that like button. Miami is beautiful. I love it. I love I love the cult. I love the Latin American culture. I mean, I, I love the entrepreneurialism of, of Miami. And I think everyone got a, a, a taste of that, that that was at the uh, conference. And the, the female politicians try to pretend they're part of it that spoke talking about equity but going back to those those pot they want miami to be the capital of the cryptocurrency world the mayor does everybody does so these sociopath politicians in miami area are on our are on the side of bitcoiners i say our side i'm not there's no our here we're all unique beasts but the policy the, the the strategies that that are being taken uh in of the uh, government people in South Florida are very Bitcoin friendly and we got to keep our eyes on, on Florida. Just you got to keep it. eye. we got to keep it on eye, eye on Florida. Mm. Federalism, baby. All right. Moving, uh, moving on. Uh, The, the the other thing, uh, going back to the pipeline thing, most people, it appears, the, the, the Fed screaming about all these hacks and saying how 
bad they are, how you know how dangerous it is to use Bitcoin. It seems it, it appears to me that uh, since they got the Bitcoin back, how dangerous are these things? Maybe Bitcoin is a good thing because they've been able to they've been able some of these hacks they've been able to retrieve the Bitcoin. So Bitcoin should be it's clearly not this uh, it's if it, 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 people store it the wrong way, the feds can get it. So the feds it, 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 it's it's not bulletproof. Uh, they shouldn't be too. Yeah, what they should be worried about is uh, people uh, increasing their security, not worrying about what is the means of transfer of the ransom, because they've been able to intercept the ransom because people are stupid, uh, apparently. Uh, most people do not have – they think uh, storing it at Coinbase or Exchange is a normal thing. The when I, I There was a story a few months ago about the Iranians were – they were storing it at a third party, okay? We are so early on in all this. People think it, they like the ease of getting their Bitcoin, but then they want to convert it to something and they, they go to a third party. That's great. That's, that, that is great for catching criminals. If someone does something criminal, they don't understand Bitcoin fully. They try to exchange it for fiat. They're caught. It, it's, it's real easy. So why do we need that? We don't need to worry about Bitcoin. All right, so uh, we, we talked about California. Okay, I didn't read that. We've been doing this for an hour. Uh, and uh, another price drop thing, Will Clement uh, said, miners have sold over 5,000 Bitcoin in the last week. All right, that makes the price go down. Wanted to put that out there. Someone uh, over Twitter showed me a site bitcoinmeister.eu that's not me uh some european uh people uh made an exchange called bitcoinmeister.eu <laughs> i have nothing to do with that and you know what whatever they can they're not the true bitcoin meister i'm not going to let it bother me but it's not me mm. all right what is this uh oh mike michael krieger says uh He said, I, I disagree with this, what, what, what I'm about to read you. Elon Musk looks like a giant idiot right now. Let it always be remembered that when he could have been helpful, he deliberately went out of his way to be harmful. He's pedestaling Elon Musk there. Because all Elon Musk did was say stupid things about Dogecoin and Bitcoin and basically Bcash. <laughs> because he's saying he wants Dogecoin to be Bcash. He didn't sell his Bitcoin. Tesla didn't sell his, its Bitcoin. That's the bottom line. So he doesn't look like a giant idiot. A giant idiot would sell their Bitcoin. He said some silly things, but Tesla and Elon Musk still have their Bitcoin. The miners were selling Bitcoin. I think that's idiotic, but they, they've got to they got to pay their bills. Apparently, I don't know. Uh, but yeah, guys, the FUD that we've had the last week. It is, it is a new level of fun. It is ESG. It is Colonial Pipeline. It is Elizabeth Warren. I don't know how you guys can fall for it, though, still, all right, and how you can be sad when the price goes down. Of course, it's going – it, there's so many ups and downs. So I, I wanted to make this show on Monday, on Tuesday and Wednesday. I didn't have time. 
And because I knew some of you, people were coming up to me at the conference. They're like, during you know, 2018, if it wasn't for you, I would have sold my Bitcoin. I don't want to I, – I, please don't don't sell your Bitcoin, dudes, because it's going to get – they're going to be scary moments. That and, and we've experienced some insane FUD at the beginning of this week, the end of last week, even though there was good um, El Salvador news, but believe it when you see it type of El Salvador news. Rave Elevator said El Salvador is also – providing Bitcoin education classes to people. This means they want it to succeed. Are they really doing it though, that, the Raid Elevator? I will believe it when I see it. I will believe it when I see it. And the government's providing education. I'm not a big fan of government education, um, but you know he can run the country any way he wants to. And so it, it would be great if they just replaced all regular education there with the just Bitcoin education. That'd be great. But good. I, I hope it's true. I, I will believe it when I see it. Because I, I just want to remind everyone with the China FUD, when they say they're making China, they're making Bitcoin illegal and they're shutting down miners, it's the same thing. I only believe that when I see it and they haven't done it yet. So when people sell on that news, I think there is ludicrous. Well, I think it's ludicrous. As, I mean, I'm offended by selling. But so to, to overreact to positive news or to overreact to negative news, you always just have to have it in the back of your mind. Wait a second. Before I have a reaction here, did it actually happen? Is it just rumor or is it, did it actually happen? So don't don't believe the news. Don't believe the hype until you actually see it before you know it's not just hype. All right. What else do we have here? Keep on asking those uh, questions with the uh, – Bitcoin Meister or the Super Chat, and I will answer them. We're over an hour now. Okay, so I talked about the clear split between the Inquisition types. Uh, wow, I mean, I, it's great. I had all this in my head, all this stuff I had written down. Okay, I will buy your green coins, Kevin. So Kevin O'Leary was – I was outside under the tent, and Matt O'Dell and – what's his face? who has been on my show. His partner in crime were talking. Marty Bent were talking. Matt O'Dell. And they were ripping on uh, Kevin O'Leary and his green coins and, and his blood coins and, and, and his ESG nonsense. And ESG, it, this thing is exponentially growing throughout like, every aspect of corporate America, way beyond Bitcoin. I mean, I see uh, Jayant Bandari, who is a great guy, complaining about how uh, – he, he really speaks the truth about what ESG is. It's a, it's a distraction and nonsense and a waste and a complete uh, misallocation of resources. But guys like Kevin O'Leary want to fit in with their uh, champagne uh, socialist friends. And you know, that, that if they want to ruin their businesses, they can ruin their businesses. So he's bringing that to the Bitcoin community. He spoke about that. I did not hear him speak about it. But outside, Matt O'Dell and uh, Bent were ripping on him. And people were laughing, and he coincidentally he comes out the side door because he's leaving the conference because you know he's rich. He doesn't. He's not going to hang out at the conference all day. I, I I can't stand the speakers who can't hang out at the conference all day that they've been invited to, where they've been given such awesome treatment um, that they can't hang out all day or come the next day. Caitlin Long, she was there both days, and yes, she is tall. It was it was a pleasure to meet her in person. Also, I thought she was also wearing heels which makes her even taller because she's a great person. She doesn't have a freaking ego. Like, uh, and you know, Kevin O'Leary is, is leaving through the back door. Okay. He's leaving through the back door, which happens to walk through this tent and Marty and, uh, 
and uh, Matt, start yelling at him. Say, hey, come on stage. We want to talk to you. We talk. And he's ignoring it. And some people did start booing him. It was it was awesome. It, it was pretty it was pretty awesome. He he doesn't want to he doesn't want to deal with this stuff. He's in his own little corporate Bitcoin world, and he can. And I hope to God he you know he does uh he does fork it off, makes his ESG Bitcoin, and uh, that hasn't been brought up yet. But that's what I I, I would. That would be great for us because we love to get those free crypto dividends and turn them into Bitcoin. So create your own darn Bitcoin. It, the market will tell. The market will decide. You, 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 Kevin's probably not too familiar with what happened in 2017 with Bcash. I mean, same thing. And he'll probably get richer too. You know, but but whatever. Uh, I did I did enjoy that moment. Uh, there, there's some nice. In, and there was a tweet. I think I retweeted it. I, either Matt or. Uh, Matt or Marty retweeted it at least. Go to their feeds and see, and you can actually see the moment where people were booing him when he was walking outside. It was kind of hard to see though. And uh, we got Elizabeth Warren. We talked about that. God, what is this? Okay, no, we're not going to talk about that. Yeah. And we talked about the president of El Salvador looks on Twitter. looks like he's a Bitcoiner now. 100. Okay. The rumor. There's a rumor that the, that the El Salvador, that they're going to buy Bitcoin for the reserves. We talked about that. There's, there's a funny story in, in uh, decrypt.co that this coin seed, they make tokens and the uh, New York attorney general uh, went after them. And shut them down, I think. And so they made a uh, a, a uh, token against uh, Letitia James, who, again, I, I have no respect for Letitia James. She's just like basically to me, she's the same as Trevon James. There's, there's no there's no real difference. Um, but uh, so you know, they're, they're both jokers in terms of uh, of the Bitcoin space. But uh, the, the, it was funny, you know. I, I don't like tokens, but when you make an F Letitia James token, it puts a smile on my face. Now. What do we have here? You know, I, I have more respect for a Trevon James than I do Lachisa James. Now, uh, what's uh, what else do we have here? Oh, there are some people, some fudsters with El Salvador. They say it's a dictatorship. Or they say he's a horrible leader. I, I haven't read, and I, I mentioned this at the beginning of the show, I haven't done my research on him, so I can't, I don't know what he's done. Um, traditionally, Central American uh a coup can happen at any moment and the, the authoritarian leader or the president becomes authoritarian and the Senate has very little power. But this is the thing. This is the beauty of Bitcoin. Quote unquote, bad leaders and bad countries can get into it and you can't stop them. All right. So if he, if he is a dictator and he does successfully make it his, the reserve currency or, uh, yeah, the medium of exchange that people are actually using it and everything. Uh, that'll just go to show you like, and we can't, and no one can stop it. That's awesome. I want my, and I'm not saying he's my enemies, my enemy, but uh, apparently Hamas, Hamas was using Bitcoin. All right. I I don't like Hamas at all, obviously, but I, they're making me rich if they're, if they're using Bitcoin, whatever. And it just shows you, that Bitcoin is unconfiscatable. It is uncensorable. Anyone can use it. So it, was, it just makes my hand even stronger. 
And so if, if you're, if you don't like uh, El Salvador and you think it's unfair that he he's using it, you don't get Bitcoin. Now you don't understand Bitcoin. You, you're probably a no coiner anyway. Uh, and oh yeah, the president, the former president Trump, he's, uh, he says uh, that crypto seems like a scam and there you go. He doesn't like it. Elizabeth Warren doesn't like it. I think that's a good sign. That and still, it's going to keep on going. It's going to keep on going. You know, you're in the right thing. You're you're into something that if everybody, if all these sociopaths are complaining about it, uh, you've got the right one, baby. If you're you're in it, so let him complain. He's uh and uh, his time is. There's no reason why that man should be the next president. It should be DeSantis over him. DeSantis drew a line in the stand. Drew a line in the stand. Trump. He gave into all this fear mongering around uh, around uh, the virus. DeSantis didn't. Trump is like Kevin O'Leary. He wants to fit in. He's a millionaire like Kevin O'Leary wants to fit in. There's, there's similarities there. Okay. Now, uh, oh yeah, K Caitlin Long, uh, the legal tender. I, I didn't retweet it, uh, but I, I mentioned it before that it's it could help USA taxes if uh, it's really used as legal tender in uh, El Salvador. So lawyers figure out that way. Taval Dacray sent me $5 Canadian. There's a Canadian right there. Oh, Canadians are loving me today. Thank you. 2024 having, he says, uh, Taval Dacray's. And Cass8, who's not even an American, says DeSantis 2024. Okay, yeah. Uh, right now, that's who I would vote for. Definitely. Uh, DeSantis in, in 2024. Obviously, he's better than the senile guy that's president right now. Um, it looks like they're going to be able to keep him alive, though, until 2024. Don't want to jinx anything because the uh, the current vice president is so embarrassing. It seems like um, her supporters are jumping ship from her now. I thought she had uh, uh, some people in the media that liked her, and I think that's uh, going down the tube. Even though everyone wants to be so woke and they want a minority you know, woman as president, I think they even know, like, uh, this is not our path to the presidency. We'll just let him uh, retire uh, in 2024 and, you know, promote some other incompetent woman that uh, is only selected because of uh, the way she looks. I mean, it's it's so sad. In the Bitcoin world, we are making merit cool again. Pound that like button for meritocracy. It's not too cool anymore. And, oh, in government, it doesn't exist at all. But Bitcoiners making merit cool again. That's a new saying. All right. Uh Next topic, and we're we're really going far with this show. This is going to be a long show. I really wish one of you guys that said you would help me here uh, would split up this show into uh, multiple shows for me. Hint, hint. As I'm not doing it. <laughs> I'm so glad uh, I'm getting this show done, though, today. I'm having a lot of fun, and I just had all of this to get off my chest here. And I'm still going to remember more things from the conference. <laughs> that I, I'm going to have another show that's going to cover more from the conference. I know I'm going to have to uh, in a couple because there's some more insider information. But those of you who are watching this know that the things Adam's saying right now, I don't hear this anymore. What's going on? <laughs> this is not what I heard about the conference. This is not what I heard about El Salvador. I thought it was all uh, unicorns. And uh, I, I want to make sure I cover it. Okay. What, what doom do we have here? All right, I'm not going to talk about that. But we'll talk about that in another show. Okay, Fort Galt. I brought up money for enemies. That's what that's what I wanted to say about El Salvador. If you don't like El Salvador, Bitcoin is money for enemies. 
uh, and Nick, he says, Nick Carter says, Bitcoin for enemies means that there are no political or moral conditions attached to the clearing of transactions. The appeal of this model should be obvious. I'm going to read that again because I don't link to it below. Follow Nick Carter on on Twitter. He's been on my show a long time ago. Uh, Money for enemies means that there are no political or moral conditions attached to the clearing of transactions. The appeal, the appeal of this model should be obvious to obvious to twenty percenters at least. Okay, and make sure you watch this week in Bitcoin from last week and tomorrow also. This week in Bitcoin from last week was was a fun time also. Ascent is freedom. I mentioned that beforehand, and. I, maybe I'll mention this in a Beyond Bitcoin show, but there is just a movement now <laughs> to just call anyone a seditious trader that was uh, like in Washington, D.C. on January 6th. Uh, it, it's just cool to be a snitch and an informant now. And what is it? It's called Sedition Hunters. Sedition Hunters was trending on Twitter. And, and that's picked by, by the, the Twitterati. Pick that out, and they want more people to talk about it. And all sedition hunters are are regular citizens who look to pick out other regular citizens who they see were around the Capitol and tell on them and tell on them to the government. Inform on people who are not even criminals. These are people who do not believe in dissent. There's nothing wrong with going to a rally in DC that you, you don't that people don't believe you disagree with what they believe in that you, you, the people who think, you know, I don't like, I, I just said things about Trump that weren't, uh, the people would be offended by that, like Trump. Okay. But if you were at a Trump rally in DC, uh, what's and now you're going to get reported to the government by sedition hunter sedition. What a disgusting world word, but they're going to say everything is sedition. If you don't, uh, if uh, you don't subscribe to critical race, you're seditious. You're a traitor. You should be reported to the government. So I feel that this uh, sedition hunters is the lowest of the low. It's the lowest of the low. I, seriously, I would rather uh, just uh, a, a guy come up to me and say, I don't like your religion. I, I would have more respect for a guy that would come up to my face and, Adam, I don't like you because you're a Jewish. I, I, would, I would like that person more than these people who sit in there on their computer looking around to, to feel good to get rid of opposition uh so they can report it to the government and feel like they're special because they are the same people who would report the people hiding my people back in the 1940s and the person who comes up to me in the present who says you know i don't like you because you're jewish he not he doesn't necessarily he he might just not like me because I'm Jewish, he he doesn't necessarily have the same type of attitude or the same type of just compliance that he would have reported me to the government back in. He might have not liked people my religion, but he might have not taken it to that level. These people, these sedition hunters who f report their fellow citizens for no crimes, for just expressing themselves, for dissenting views, it's the lowest of the low. There's nothing worse than that. Nothing worse than that. I, I I really can't think of much worse than that. They will stew, They will do exactly what the government tells of them because they're proactively being slaves to the government. Being proactive slaves is – how can you be worse than that? A proactive slave. 
nothing. No, no, they're not being forced to do it. They don't have a gun to their head. Um, it, it's not just ignorance or pure or, or pure hate. It's worse than pure hate. It's envy and hate, and then they proactively are slaves. It's disgusting. Now, all right. Uh, Golden Age news. Amazon CEO. I know all of you hate him, but um, he's going into space with his brother. I mean, he's putting his uh his cojones on the line there. So I like that. I like Golden Age. I like that there's private space competition. Okay, he's not the perfect dude. I don't like his politics necessarily, but I love being in a world of innovation. And so Elizabeth Warren is cares nothing about innovation. The Golden Age is in cryptocurrency and Bitcoin. In Bitcoin. Okay, so many people are getting rich from this. So much innovation is, is going on, whether it be life extension too, and, and so much stuff in, in this 2020s. But she is on the tip of the sphere, spear, in terms of stifling innovation. Mm. Mm. Sorry for you podcast people. And at least Amazon and uh, Elon Musk they're into innovation, all right? She doesn't like them either. She, she know well, she might not know it, but when you tax all these people, when you vilify, when you say getting rich is bad, and people, and it starts becoming something that's believed throughout society, that stifles innovation. S striving for greatness, that makes this world a freaking better place because the innovators aren't scared to innovate. They, aren't, they don't have to pay taxes. They're not wasting their money funding ESG nonsense. Funding ESG nonsense is not helping innovation, is not helping this world, is not extending life, all right? So that's that's another negative of, of uh, the Elizabeth Warrens and the sociopaths of the world. Oh, it's just a, it's just a small tax. It's just this. It's just a, it's just a little bit of government uh, regulation. No, every little bit takes away innovation and makes your life worse. These billionaires make our lives better. These sociopathic leaders who say the rules are saving us are making life worse because they're getting rid of innovation. And uh, and also they're getting rid of dissent, which is disgusting. All right. We talked about Jack Mallers. We talked about the ratio of men to women. Toxic versus untoxic split at the conference. Uh, and, you know, the, the toxic versus untoxic split, we're in this knowledgeable social media community outside of Bitcoin social media, just people that are just unemotionally buying Bitcoin. They don't know. They don't care about toxic versus untoxic. And I do want to bring up emotions. So much of the news lately against Bitcoin is based on emotion. Just get rid of it, dudes. Don't, don't let emotion take you over because you get a weak hand that way. Um, yeah. And that emotion also causes this hatred toward the Fed, and you 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 got to get out of it. I understand if you're anti-crony capitalism, and that that's fine, okay, because that is fascism. But even even straight up hate of that and an obsession with it, it, it just it can make you sick. All right, and it can it can take you down this line that all corporations are bad because there's crony capitalism, and you hate it. Doesn't mean all co corporations are bad. Corporations bring organization and innovation to this world. So be careful. But there are a lot of Bitcoiners that have just gone down this path. Anything corporate is bad. Anything – no, that's you, – you, you're, you're getting into an ignorant level there. And just use your brain. 
There is nuance to everything. There can be bad corporations. There can be good corporations. And I, I, I encourage nuance because the people who really hate Bitcoin have no nuance, all right? They're just like, it's evil. So don't be like them on that level. Uh, okay, we talked about the Canadians and... Uh... Oh, the, another thing about Nick Carter, he said uh, some lowlights. And this just shows you... I mean, I like Nick Carter, but I think there's a little bit of a, a fitting in on him. And, and there's... Uh, I just want to point out my type of conviction compared to Nick Carter's type of conviction. Because we're all a little different. He says... Some lowlights for him from the conference were he wore a suit to day one of the conference. I didn't even consider doing anything like that. I had my T-shirt, free T-shirts on. Ubering between Miami and Miami Beach. Nick didn't prepare very well on that one. Uh, I think a lot of people wasted a lot of money on staying in Miami Beach. I stayed near a, uh, a transit stop in Miami in a great neighborhood. I only took public transportation. That's me. Uh, and, uh, he said he ate too many carbs and seed oils. I didn't eat a thing at the conference. As I told you, I ate on Thursday night, my healthy food, and then I didn't eat again until Saturday night. So th there's your type of difference. Nick is a smart guy. He contributes a lot to the, uh, the ecosystem, but there's some people that, you know, I don't know how he could eat too many carbs and seed oils. Why not eat any, why eat them? At all. I mean, because I've seen he's into eating the meat and stuff. I mean, doesn't he have the conviction? Just, I don't, I don't eat those things. You don't, I mean, just because it's in your face, can't you just resist it? All right. We do have some questions here. Oh, crap. Um, hang on. I, I, I pushed a button. Uh, did you check out the Bitcoin car? The Lambo that was sitting there? I, I walked by it for one second, which reminds me, my buddy, Jason, I didn't, Jason, Jason, if you're watching this, dude, you weren't at the event. Jason, who likes cars, you weren't at the event. Um, what do you think about liquid smart contracts on Bitcoin? Well, there are some people that are trying to say how uh, Bitcoin has the best smart contracts now or something like that. Compete, don't complain, I say. Go for it. Big, if it can be done on Bitcoin, do it. And um, maybe they'll be better than Ethereum's. I, I, I hope so. Great. I'm not into smart contracts. I don't care about smart contracts, but I I encourage all the innovation in the world and uh, I don't know much about it, but do you want to go to the moon or Mars? Uh, not at this time. I do want to, I would love to go to space if it's proven, if it becomes as safe as air travel and God willing that happens during my lifetime, but not now. No, not now. Um, I really hope these brave people um, our brave drones that we make are sent way beyond the moon and Mars real soon and show us just incredible pictures. I'm perfectly, I, I don't need to go. I, I, I'm pretty sure, you know, never say never, but, uh, with current lifespans, uh, I'm pretty sure I'm me as Adam Meister in this current life of mine is never going to be able to leave the solar system, but I really want to see, you know, breakthrough star shot, leave the solar system and show us pictures of, of exoplanets up close. Or in a few years, we're going to have these awesome telescopes that are going to give us close up views of it. So I'm really looking forward to that. I don't need to be physically, what I'm trying to say is I don't need to be physically out there at far reaching places in space to just really be happy 
uh, with the progress that we make in space. Others could do it for me, whether they be robots or humans. And I just, it, that would be such a great moment in time. Uh, Cass said, do you take any supplements or vitamins? Nope, none at all. And uh, the Indy 500 car. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that was, the, you know, Jack was talking, Jack Mallers was talking about that. I got to tell you guys the truth. All the stuff that Jack Maller starts spazzing out about, I'd like, I ignore. I, I just don't like his approach. And so it turns me off to that. I, I'm not into cars anyway. Um, I think he, I think he curses way too much. Um, all right. Let's see. And, and he's just got to be careful. I, I don't want him to be a shield to Bitcoin like Ripple is a shield to Bitcoin. All right. And to be like taking in oncoming, uh, oncoming lawsuits, being a, you know, getting lawsuits in, in your, in your youth. That, that's not fun. That's not fun at all, man. Uh, and he is real. This dude, I don't believe in sacrificing your life for Bitcoin. And I think he's so young right now that this dude is willing to sacrifice his life for Bitcoin. That's insane. You don't, you don't sacrifice your life for anything. Don't sacrifice. That's not what Bitcoin is about. Bitcoin doesn't need people sacrificing their lives for it, okay? All right, that's part of Bitcoin. You, no one needs to sacrifice their life for Bitcoin for Bitcoin to be successful. And I wonder if that dude knows that. Sup, Adam? Strong hand. Hey, Tommy Nation. All right, any other? If anyone else has questions, that he's like going once to you know, answer, type in Bitcoin Meister or do a super chat because this is about to leave. I'm about to leave. Okay, I described uh, – yeah, the, the mainstream media is covering Bitcoin like ever – more so than ever before, guys. So get used to it. It's not going to be good coverage either. I alluded to that beforehand. Don't pedestal the mainstream media. They're not going to make a big difference because if you pedestal them, you're going you're gonna to get scared because they're going to be saying some bad things that are completely wrong like the New York Times saying Bitcoin was freaking hacked. I mean, they, don't, they don't even do it out of – malice they're just ignorant and i did predict you know i did predict that the mainstream media would cover the conference it was mentioned on fox news uh the largest crypto conference coming to miami was on the cover of drudge drudge is a horrible site now but drudge did cover it and they mentioned the el salvador story all right we'll talk about that next time one day closer to a bitcoin etf guys also one day closer to an all-time high just be patient and uh, uh, and the other thing, though, Kevin O'Leary is terrible, but you do have to give him credit for showing up at, at a Bitcoin event like that. I mean, there's some dudes that just don't even wouldn't even show up at a Bitcoin event. That, you know, I, I guess Peter Schiff probably would be one of them. Uh, but I, I, I'm no Kevin O'Leary is very strategic. He he's going to come out wealthy no matter what from all this. So, so some of the stuff that he says is probably just to enable. Is FUD just enable himself to become wealthier? And he's smart enough of a man. He must know this ESG stuff is just a game. Uh, all right, what else? Oh, here's a great one. As I have said before, if you thought 60K to 30K was bad, just imagine 300K down to 60K. Keep that in mind, people. I know there's a lot of you that are like, why is Bitcoin worth half if, half if it was before? Now, well, now it's not. It's more than that, but it got down to 32K. That was half of 64K. And 
Um, it's going to be – there'll be drops worse than that. So if this scared you, I don't know what to say. Oh, I saw an advertised – well, no. We'll save that for another time. I'm just making sure – I'm going through some final things here. Uh, okay, we talked about working from home. Uh, making merit cool again. I talked about that. All right, we'll talk about that another time. Yes, the world, the world now values emotion over logic. Don't be an 80 percenter, fearful person. The 80 percenters have gone full emotion over logic. Don't be that person. Okay, I'll save that. Next one is another one. Uh, okay, I'd mention that. I mentioned that, and I mentioned the Sausage Fest that only some of you would enjoy. All right, finally, I'm going to ask, answer the last two questions, and then I'm going to leave. Uh, Kevin Ravensburg says, stack those sats. I agree. And finally, Bolt says, do you play stink bids for Bitcoin? Ho no, I don't. Hoping to catch some uh, for super cheap uh, during a flash crash. Nope. I don't do that at all. I don't have any have anything to do with exchanges. Uh, what I did was a year, you know, over a year ago when everybody was panicking on Thursday, March, uh, or it was Thursday and a Friday, March 12th and 13th. I, I saw Bitcoin was way too low and I bought two Bitcoin for a combined, a little bit over $10,000. That's what you do. You, you, I mean, if anything insane ever happens, you know, your numbers and that's when you go to, you know, your Coinbase account or your Swan account and you buy some Bitcoin. I do not have anything to do with, uh, keeping money on exchanges or anything stink bids or no and i don't need any more bitcoin i i mean i keep getting it for free anyway um i'm no but I mean, again if ever there would be a, a case where i thought it was you know to put some more fiat in the bitcoin I, I would do it but there's no need i mean i get paid in bitcoin i you know the turn your steam it in the bitcoin turn your turn all this i mean you're always these crypto dividends you get and whatnot yeah i mean wow that uh that uh, ego coin crypto dividend that did pretty well for some people, didn't it? All right, dudes, I'm out of here, and I encourage none of you to be traders at all. To to do stink bids, this, that, and the other. Just just buy it when you it's cheap. Buy it if you've got some extra cat. I mean, have your how many how many Bitcoin do you need to, to be a millionaire? Okay, so don't worry about the fiat price. Get it. Get that number of Bitcoin. Value your wealth in Bitcoin. So I I don't know. I value my wealth in Bitcoin, and I have a lot. I've got a good amount of Bitcoin where I know I'm very well off so i don't i don't worry about getting more because also i have it set up where i'm getting more it's, it's freaking awesome and i die and again i truly value my wealth in bitcoin because i have people pay me in bitcoin it's freaking awesome pound it i'm adam meister bitcoin meister disrupt meister 1 p.m east coast tomorrow justine will be back on the show and Haddle tarantula will be back on the show and heavily armed cl clown all three of them have never been on this week in bitcoin best guest in the space Spread this, retweet this, everybody. Thanks a lot for the record long, the one Bitcoin show. We've never had one over 90 minutes before. See ya.